What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compile Swift podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter Widom, and you can find this podcast at compileswift.com. This is going to be another one of those tips for developers, or I guess in this case, also prospective developers, maybe. Uh, it's going to be one of those episodes. Now, what I'm going to talk about here is why I don't think you should be stressing out about technical interviews and why you should not fear them in as much as you may think you should based on all the things you hear from friends and developers and the internet and everything else. So let's get into this, right? First of all, what's a technical interview for those of you who don't know? Now, when you go for a position, right, regardless of whether it's a, a company, a studio, maybe even a as a contractor, something like that, as if, you know, there's a few steps you go through. There's a few interviews you go through, right? You're going to have the interviews where you have those preliminary kind of meet and greet things where you get a feel for whoever it may be and they get a feel for you. And if all of that goes well, you go through a series of interviews maybe. But at some point in this day and age, you are very, very likely to come across the technical interview. Now... Don't freak out. This is not what you think it's going to be. At least when I'm doing technical interviews for folks, there is the technical aspect to it, and I'll explain that in a second, but it's really to tell me more about you than it is necessarily about the code that you write. So a technical interview often has some kind of challenge or challenges that you need to solve. In the case of software development, you may be presented with a situation that you've got to write code out a solution for or present an architecture for or something like that, right? Uh, maybe even a pair programming situation, but in all likelihood, they're probably going to either sit and watch you or share the screen or something like that and ultimately watch you writing some code. Now, as if, you know, interviews were not stressful enough, now you've got this added bonus of having to write code with people looking over your shoulder. And don't worry about it, folks. It happens to the best of us, right? It doesn't matter how many years of experience you've had with whatever the language or tools or anything else you may be using. You're in an interview situation, right? There's, there's a heightened sense of stress about it. And the next thing you know is you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I've forgotten everything I ever learned about programming, and you start to freak out. And, but don't worry about it, okay? You know, try to take deep breaths and just work through it. And don't be afraid, you know, to say to the folks who are doing the interview with you, you know, I need a minute or something like that. My recommendation is, you know, silence is kind of the killer here. And, and silence can be a great one for adding even more stress to the situation. So what I would recommend is talk through the scenario, right? You know, essentially verbalize what you're thinking so that people can understand, okay, you know, firstly, you're thinking about the situation and how to solve the problem. And secondly, you are doing the thing that I think a lot of technical interviews are looking for. Like I say, certainly what I'm looking for when I interview people, right, which is how you go about 
solving problems or analyzing a problem and your approach to dealing with it. It is not necessarily the code you write directly. Now, what I mean by that is there's always lots of ways to solve coding problems, right? Even if it's a case of, well, you follow the best practices, you know, something like that. But ultimately, there's always a whole bunch of different ways to do something. And what I'm looking for and what I believe a lot of folks are looking for when they do these technical interviews with you is not for you to necessarily write absolute, optimized, pinnacle, perfect, excellent code. What we're really looking for is to get a feel for how you work, analyze a problem, work through it, and then put code to it to solve the problem, okay? Which is very different than perfect code, in my opinion. Now, what I mean by that, again, is I'm looking to understand how you work to evaluate whether I think you would be a good fit for a team or if you, you know, whatever the position is that, that you're you're going for or the contract for work, something like that. And so it's really about evaluating how you think and your approach to solving a problem in as much as, or, or maybe even more so than how you solve the problem, okay? Now, obviously, if let, let's be completely brutally honest here. If you completely fall apart and end up writing no code whatsoever or, or something that is clearly not solving the problem, okay, you know, that that's going to be a situation. But again, tell the people, explain to them what you're thinking and where you're going with this as you're doing it. I have had some really terrible technical interviews in the past you know, I'll give you a classic example. I remember years ago, I went for, I was, uh, was was doing a technical interview. I was the one being interviewed years and years ago. And someone asked me what it meant when you mark a class as final. And I completely forgot. I just was in a place where I was just stressed. And, and, and I I just completely blew the question. I mean, it sounds so silly now, doesn't it? right? The, the, the stress is off and you're like, well, obviously everyone knows what that means. But at the moment, in that time, I, it was as if I just didn't know anything. And, and I just could not, for the life of me, remember what it meant. And, and, you know, I was kicking myself something terrible because, of course, after I'd finished the interview, immediately the stress goes off and you're like, oh, wait, I know the answer. Of course I know the answer. Okay. So, it doesn't matter how many years you've been doing it, it can happen. There's there's just those interviews that go that way. Try very hard to do not stress about it, right? Um, you're going to have those ones that go that way. And if you're lucky, maybe you get a second chance. Uh, or, or you just say, well, you know what? That sucked, okay? Um, that's just the way it goes, you know? And then you'll have those other ones where you breeze through it. And this is the other thing. You don't want to come across as overconfident either, right? Um, because because that can send, again, the wrong signal, which is where, you know, the other people are sitting there thinking, well, this person just thinks they're all that, and they may not work well in a team environment because 
They just seem to think they know it all and they come across as, you know, that way or bossy or overbearing or whatever. So it can work the other way for you as well. You know, so so really the tip there is be you. And I think that if you just be you during a technical interview, um, that's going to not only tell whoever it is that's interviewing you a lot more about you and how you think and how you operate and how you work, but it also means by providing that information in that way, you are saying, look, if I get lucky enough to get this job, this is how I'm going to be. And hopefully those who are evaluating you will look at it and you know, say, okay, we, we think this is a great fit for the team and you're going to have a good experience, right? It's as much about you, and I always say this about all interviews, it's as much about you interviewing them as it is them interviewing you, right? It's got to be a good fit both ways. So that's the other thing here is remember, you're evaluating them. So if they give you something in a technical interview that just seems completely wrong to you, Maybe that's telling you, hey, whatever, however this, you know, entity builds things is not the way I do it. And I don't think we're going to be a good fit, right? It's not a one-way process. So I hope this helps, right? Just don't, and again, I know it's easy to say, but just try to, you know, re find ways to reduce the stress during a technical interview and also take your time, Right. Maybe you're given a certain amount of time, but that doesn't mean you've got to solve the problem in, in, in 10 seconds and be done with it, right? Um, another thing is, you know, a lot of the time I'm looking for, okay, did you get close to the right solution? Um, you know, and maybe it took you a little while, but I want to find people who get close or find the right solution, regardless of how long it takes, over those who jump and react in 10 seconds and give me something that is completely useless. Because it tells me also, okay, you know what? There's more chance of you solving a problem the right way the first time around. And when it goes to code review and things like that, it's going to pass. Uh, there's nothing worse, I think, than, than just doing something quickly, hoping or thinking that it's going to solve the problem without really evaluating it. And, and that's the other thing that I'm looking for. So I hope this has been helpful. If it has, let me know. If you've got tips or thoughts on this or you want to come on the podcast and talk about this, I think these are really important topics to discuss in the developer community and you are more than welcome to reach out to me and we can have conversations about this. You can do that by going to compileswift.com. There's a contact form there or look for CompileSwift on you know all the usual social places. That's it, folks. I hope this has helped. You know, just take deep breaths is always the answer. With that, uh, you know, if this has been helpful, leave a, a like or a review. Uh, I'd appreciate that. That's it. I will speak to you in the next episode.